Welcome to episode three of the Zest Wellness Podcast. Episode number two, our guest was Judith Marsden from Twisted Anatomy. What we covered was the strategies behind goal setting and how to make our goals stick. We talked about everything from practical tips to what five key best practices are to how much social support comes into all this and then what's actually Judith's personal experience with goals and how she really does walk the talk. Without further ado, whether you are making your next meal right now, you're out lying on the beach, or maybe you're even in the middle of a golf game right now, this is the Zest Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Zest Wellness Podcast. My name is Nathan, and our guest today is Judith Marsden from Twisted Anatomy. What's really interesting about Judith is that she has over 30 years of experience in the health industry, and her mindset is all about understanding the healing process of an individual by looking at their health history, their lifestyle, and their belief system programming. In doing so, Judith has experience as a yoga instructor, a lifestyle coach, and a holistic health practitioner. So with that being said, welcome, Judith, to the Zest Wellness Podcast. Nathan, thank you so much for inviting me onto this um, well-established podcast. I hope that I can help influence some of your customers. Of course. You'll get the VIP treatment as we, as we chat on this, on this podcast episode. And so, Judith, how we'll get started is I know you have a lot of experience in terms of helping individuals with their goal setting. And so here we are recording this podcast in February. And of course, you know, in beginning of January, everyone sets their New Year's resolutions. So now is kind of the time of year where maybe everyone had that initial spark originally with New Year's resolutions in January. But now maybe they're they're fading a little bit or they they totally forgot about their, their goals. So it'd be nice if we could offer everyone some real practical tips and strategies on goal setting for themselves. And so we wouldn't have this conversation if goal setting was easy. And so goal setting is clearly hard. So the question for you is why is goal setting so difficult? Well, that's a great question. And um, I believe you're absolutely right. I think um, in January we have all these fantastic um ideas about our goals and what we're going to do but then by February things start to wane and we fall off the wagon and I think one of the reasons that keeping goals is difficult is that when setting goals I don't think people generally understand what the goal is itself is I think they may have an idea but I don't think they truly understand what achieving the goal will do for them um, an example of that would be the, you know, the general person that says, I'm going to lose weight this year. I want to lose weight. Well, what does that really mean to the person? If they have a true understanding of what losing weight means for them, they may have a better chance of actually sticking to the goal. 
Um, an example there was I had a client who um, he was in his um, midlife and his goal was to lose weight. But when we spoke about it in depth, it turned out that his true goal, the real goal lying underneath the weight loss was he wanted to get down on the floor and play with his grandchildren. Wow. Now, once he understood that the truth of his weight loss goal was to be on the ground playing with his grandchildren, it motivated him so much more with regards to getting on board with lifestyle changes. Um, one of the other things that I think that makes goals difficult is that um, people don't really prepare properly. I think there's a lot of inefficient preparation with regards to goal setting. And hopefully we can elaborate on that as we go through this talk. Of course, I'll just pause you there because we're already less than five minutes in and you're dropping some extremely insightful information for our listeners. Are you saying that it's easy for us to to think of a goal almost in, in, in too shallow of a sense when you really need to go deeper in and feel like what resonates with us. So it's not that we're interested in losing weight per se. It's that we're interested in, in spending more time with our, our kids or our grandchildren. So it's interesting how people really have to dig down deep to find something that resonates with them to have that real motivation to move forward. Yeah, and, and saying the word shallow may not be a, a nice word per se for a person's goal setting or their dreams, but I, I really do believe that. Um, another example is the lady that comes to me who whose goal is to get healthy. Well, most of us want to get healthy, but what does that mean? What does it truly mean to this individual, getting healthy? And after a long chat, we found out that she really wanted to get pregnant and have children. And she didn't feel that she was healthy enough to do it in that moment. So now the driving force behind her goal is so much bigger than just getting healthy. Wow. Okay. Wow. So that, now with all of that being said... You know, one of the things we like with this podcast is to give our listeners some practical strategies on to act on the information that, that we're talking about. So to that person who's listening, whether they be exercising right now, whether they be uh, in their kitchen cooking a meal, whether they be walking, what are some type of practical strategies that people, if, you had, if they had a pen and, and paper right now, they could write down to help with this goal setting for themselves? Absolutely. Uh, pen and paper right now would be good. And all we need to write is A, B, C. So I'm going to start with C. This um, strategy for goal setting is to be clear about the goal, what it is and what it means to the person, what lies underneath the initial idea, and then to clarify, C, clarify and be clear about the dream statement that we're going to make. So for instance, the gentleman that wants to play with his children on the floor, rather than his goal statement being, I want to lose weight, it should be something like, I am healthy and well enough to play with my children on the floor, my grandchildren on the floor. So being clear and being able to clarify the dream statement. Um, the B relates to the word believe. Is the dream realistic? Um, so I liken this to the person, again, that would like to lose weight. If 
they come to me and they suggest that they want to lose, say, 50 pounds and they only have a week to do it in. That's really not realistic. And so I'm going to say something sarcastic like they should go chop their arm off because let's <laughs> be true. Yes. We have to believe that it's possible. So if the gentleman can see himself on the floor playing with his grandchildren and he tr truly trusts that that's a possibility, then his strategy for goal setting is, is increased again. It's improved. And then the third one, the A, that relates to the word action. It's really great saying um, a perfect dream statement, but then we need to get off of our feet and start moving. The Quakers actually have a, a saying. They say, pray and move your feet. If you're just going to sit around and not do anything to achieve the goal, it will not just manifest by itself. So ABC, clarify, be clear, believe that it can happen, and then take appropriate action. Wow, so we're going, we're starting with C, not with A. Exactly, yes. Okay. And, and, and is one of those A, B, or C, is one kind of particularly harder than the other? Um, I think the C is the hardest. I really do because I think um, really truly getting underneath what it is that you want and then making the statement dream affirmative, goal affirmative is very difficult. So another strategy with regards to that is a little test that I like to do with my clients, and it's called the Grand Canyon Test. Would you like me to elaborate on that? Oh, you, you bet your bottom dollar I want you to elaborate on that. Okay, so um, maybe somebody like the gentleman that wants to play with his grandchildren, his statement is he's realized he wants to be able to get on the floor and play with his grandchildren, and he says, I want to be able to play with my grandchildren. Now, if he stands at the edge of the Grand Canyon and shouts that out, what would the echo be in return? So I'll say it again, Nathan, and you be the echo. I want to be on the floor playing with my grandchildren. Yes. Are you going to say it back for us so we can hear the echo? Do you want me to say it back first? Yes, please. I want the audience to hear it. So say yours one more time, and then I'll go, I'll go in again. So I want to be on the floor playing with my grandchildren. I want to be on the floor playing with my grandchildren. Right. Now, that is the echo that came back. It was the exact same thing that I said. But hear it again. The word I want. I want. So the law of attraction works in a way that it always gives you back what you throw out. So love is like a boomerang. You always get back whatever you throw out. So if you're throwing out a want, then that is what you are going to get back, the want. You will always want. So the dream statement, to clarify it, needs to be spoken or written in a way that comes back positively. So I would guide the client in this respect to shout something more like, I am healthy and vibrant, and I am able to play with my grandchildren on the floor. And then that comes back to them. Yes.
it sounds like you're you're almost internalizing it more, like you're taking ownership more of that statement when you say it like that. Yes, and now you are accountable mm, for your own wow, goals. Yes. Okay, yes, accountability. Wow. I suppose a key word of goal setting. Yeah, um, I think so many people will say, oh, I want to lose weight or, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. I need to lose weight. But if we say I am losing weight, now we have to take ownership of actually doing something. Yes. Do, do you do, think there's do you understand any... the difference there? Do, do, you, do you feel the difference? Of course. And do you think there's any kind of, is there any way to almost, in a, in a good way to, to, when you're saying it like that, you're, you're tricking your body by, when you say it like that, your, your body, uh, you, you know, your body can't see the outside. So when you say it like that in your mind, maybe you're, you're releasing hormones in your body and your body thinks it's, it's, it's really happening. And that kind of helps you set on the, the positive directions. Maybe you're, you're, you're kind of benefiting your biochemistry in that sense when you say it like that. Absolutely. Um, if somebody is shouting out, I want to, I need to lose weight, there's always that pressure involved in it. There's always that, well, that question lying in the air, well, why haven't you done that until now before? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when we say, when we change the statement to be more positive and present tense as a as opposed to future tense it sets us up more for the enthusiasm of trying of going to achieve this goal um so referring back to being clear and clarifying as well if you're if you are a, a person that's looking to lose weight for instance it's really important to clarify exactly how much and in what time frame as well, so that the Grand Canyon can hear that. So a good statement would be, I have lost 10 pounds and it isn't even the end of March, for, for example. Because let's be honest, if somebody is stood on the Grand Canyon and shouts out that they want to lose weight, they could potentially lose half an ounce, um, but that may not be what they were looking for. Yes. Yeah, so it, they, I suppose, have to first set those those parameters for themselves and, and find out what those deliverables really are because then, you're right, you could just frame it in a way where if you want to lose weight and you lose an ounce, okay, technically you are. You are losing yeah, weight. Yeah, you achieved your goal. You achieved yeah. your goal. You, you, you cheated yourself. <laughs> yes. Now, okay, so we're talking about this ABCs here in the Grand Canyon, but if someone's saying... Okay, we're still talking about words and, and talk is cheap. What about if we start going into other success and, and best practices? Like, I don't know, with goal setting, is there a certain types of equipment people can have? Finances? How about kind of other success best practices with goal setting? Yeah, so I think another big factor that allows us to um, keep moving towards our goals is if we consider five key factors. So, The main factors that I'm referring to here, um, the first one being time. We have to be realistic with our time. If we're very busy, we need to be aware that 
even losing weight takes time. We have to spend more time, for instance, in the grocery store, maybe reading labels, or maybe we need to spend more time going to the grocery store or even preparing meals. So time is really key. We need to look into how much time we're willing to invest in achieving our goal. Then the next one would be energy. How much energy do we have? If we're absolutely exhausted when we get home from work and we don't have the energy to prepare meals, then something has to change somewhere else in our lifestyle so that we can build enough energy to move toward the goal. Um, we also need to look at willingness. This is the third factor, willingness. Really, how willing are we to put the time and the energy in to achieving the goal. Let's be honest with ourselves. How important is this goal to us? Which refers back to being really clear about what it is and understanding what the goal really means to each individual. The fourth factor is equipment. Um, equipment could be related to gym equipment or do you even have a pair of walking shoes to go walking if Getting healthier and fitter is one of your goals. Um, equipment might be books or education if you need more information so that you can achieve the goal. And then the final one would be finances. You know, are you financially able to um, afford the things necessary to move you towards the goal that you are stating that you want? So with regards to weight loss, finances would come in with, are you willing to spend a little bit more on the quality of food that you choose at the grocery store? Maybe we all know organic food costs a little bit more than the commercially grown food, but we also know that it's much better for us. And, and so those are, those are factors that need to be taken into consideration if we want to keep moving toward our goals, for sure. And it's interesting to to comment on the time pillar of those of those five key factors, it's interesting how you said that even just factoring in time of actually going to the store, like that small kind of thing that someone might think is, is common sense, but are they spending enough time at the store or actually working on their goal, which matters? So it's funny when if we take something, another kind of idea in life, um, people sometimes say that the successful people aren't the ones who are the most intelligent per se, but they're the ones who always show up and the ones who spend the most time and they, they put that time in. So it's interesting how that's also reflected with this goal setting stuff where what matters just as much as the nutrient density or what's on that food label, what matters just as much as that is are you actually spending enough time at the store or even in general working on your goal? Just that, well, I, I, that I think step. that's... Yeah, I think that's a great comment, Nathan, because that, again, you know, I think most people, they get out of bed on a morning and they go through the day and it's a routine and then they fall back into bed at night. And so it's very difficult to fit time in to make changes. But unless we're willing to do that, unless we're willing to actually get out of bed and know that we have some time somewhere in the day that is dedicated to our goal, to our dream goal then we're not really going to be much, very successful because every day just rolls into the next and nothing changes. And it sounds like scheduling is would play a factor in this as well. Like you said, someone allocating a specific time period 
for this yeah, goal? Yeah, definitely. Um, when we're reviewing our time, um, you know, it sounds it doesn't sound like time's that important for weight loss, but I believe it is. We we it's not just about changing the the way we eat. It's it's utilizing our time better so that we can make better meals. Maybe we need to research online better recipes or go buy recipe books. This all takes time. So yeah, I think it's one of the key factors for sure. Yeah, and as far as the energy factor goes, you know, if the maybe the the more stubborn person would say, you know, I have all the energy in the world, this this getting tired stuff, that isn't me. But you're saying no, you 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 do everyone has a finite amount of energy and you have to be able to to balance your energy but across different aspects of your life. Otherwise, you could possibly burn out and then, I suppose, not have enough time for your goal. So everyone does face that energy kind of crisis in a sense where they do have to prioritize where they're going to spend their energy in their life because energy isn't unlimited. Exactly, yes. And um, that goes around, doesn't it? Because as we lose weight and as we eat better, we improve our energy so we get more of it to expend on losing weight and increasing our energy. Yes. So it seems like um, I think a lot of people are tired when they get out of bed on the morning and so they reach for caffeine, for instance. Um, And maybe somebody's realized that they're drinking way too much coffee and one of their goals this year is to maybe quit coffee or at least reduce the amount of coffee that they take. Well, the energy then, where are they going to get it from if they're relying on the coffee in the first place and now they're trying to reduce the amount of caffeine that they're actually consuming? So my comment there would be, well, let's look at time again. How much time are you spending sleeping? Are you using caffeine as a substitute for the sleep that the body actually needs? And then we know that sleep is free energy. So if we can find more um, awareness and time to spend sleeping, which is what the body really needs, we can easily give up on the coffee because we will no longer need it as the substitute. Wow, that's powerful how you're connecting the dots right there and you're also bringing in sleep into this now as well. Mm-hmm. Now, I can only imagine that for willingness, it would seem like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it would seem like social support would play a factor in that. So do you mind kind of elaborating on where social support falls into willingness and, and even more so in the big picture when it comes to sticking with our goal setting? Yeah, um, I believe that any goal that a person sets is going to require the support from friends and family, particularly family, the loved ones closest to us. If we're surrounded by people that are not interested in our goals and objectives and actually try to sabotage us, um, it, it, it doesn't really help things unless you're an extremely strong-willed person and Again, that relates back to being um, truthful with your dream statement and being determined because it feels right for you. So, yes, I do agree. Support is is huge, but not everybody gets support. So, again, I think the whole process of dream statement making is important, being clear, believing it's true, and taking the action, whether there's anybody around to help you or not. Ideally, 
family and friends are there, they're on board, they even participate. And ultimately, the whole family and the circle of friends becomes healthier because of it. Yeah, it's a, a, a win-win for, for everyone. And maybe the positive energy is contagious for others. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they start to ride that, that goal-setting wave with you over time. At least that, that's hopefully the case. Yeah, I think, you know, when we are looking at our dream statement setting, when we when we decide what it is that we want and what we understand why, I think looking at the support around us is another factor that we should look at. We need to be realistic with regards to what our friends and family can do for us. It's not about relying on them. And it's also about acknowledging that if we don't have the support that we thought we would have had, are we still okay with the dream? Is it still believable? Okay, so it's a matter of, of asking yourself those questions to, to, to help set yourself up for success down the road when maybe the, the social support stops. Exactly, which leads back to what we started this conversation regarding what makes goals, achieving goals difficult. Well, I believe it's all of this. Wow. It's not considered in the beginning. If it's considered in the beginning and we acknowledge what we have and what we don't have and what we can and what we cannot do and we're still keen to go for the goal, I think it's so much more available to us because we're being so realistic about our abilities. Yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating. And so, of course, with all that being said, you know, we're, we're talking back and forth and, and you shared a, a statistic when we were preparing for this episode, which was approximately 50% of people will make goals, but only 8% keep them. And... Mm-hmm. What's nice in having you as a guest is that you're one of those, you're part of that 8% who's kept your goal. So you're walking proof of everything you're talking about. And so that'd be nice for you to share with everyone kind of what exactly we're talking about, what goal you had and how you've actually come about it yourself by following and kind of practicing what you preach, walking the talk. You're putting me on the spot now, aren't you, Nathan? I have to. That's, that's the common theme of these episodes. <laughs> well, it's actually, it's, this stuff um, resonates so much with me because I'm living proof of it. So an example, and I, I'm, I'm giggling here because this is, um, this is so funny. Um, w- one of my dream statements this year, I, I'll just quote it so you, you can feel it and hear it. Um, pretend you're the of Grand course. Canyon if you want. So one of my goal statements this year, and, and well before we spoke about doing this podcast, was... I am recruited regularly to speak, teach, and present my teachings publicly. And within a matter of days of writing that, I physically write these goal statements down. I think there's more energy in the writing as opposed to typing. Um, So within a few days of actually writing that, I got your email requesting that I do this podcast. And I was like, yay, pumping the air. This stuff works. (laughs) And, and right, right then and there, you instead of saying "I want to be recruited more," you said "I am." I more. am recruited regularly to speak, teach, and present my teachings publicly. Yes. Wow. And so, so you're going to ask me to come on again, right, Nathan? Uh, of course, right after I'm, I'm sure the positive feedback will will get from this. But to even give kind of to dive even deeper as far as 
your goal. How did you, you know, set up as far as those five key factors? How did you set up your energy? How did you set up time, finances, equipment? Like, what are what are some some things that people can really relate to that you've done on your end? Oh, okay. Well, back in 2016, I did a lot of public speaking, um, and then in 2017, it just kind of fell down a little bit. I got really busy in my business, and I didn't have the same amount of time. But what I did notice was um, I get energy from doing this. I love doing this stuff. I love sharing with people the things that I've learned that have improved my health. And I just love connecting with people. So if I say a statement that says I am recruited regularly, can you see how I'm getting the energy back right there? And it's absolutely free to me. Yes, free energy, yes. As opposed to the fake energy, which would be the coffee you mentioned earlier. Yes, exactly. Um, my willingness, obviously, you can hear in my voice, I'm very willing to do this. It's my dream statement. Why wouldn't I? Um, I? I get energy back. I enjoy it. It's joyful to me for doing stuff like this. So why wouldn't I do it, right? So mm. I'm very willing. Um, the equipment, hey, Nathan, I'm speaking to my computer. You know, you're on the other end of the, the line. It, it's great. We didn't really need a lot of equipment for this. Um, when I go and present in public, I make sure what equipment is available. And if necessary, I, I, I would um, I would go and get the relevant equipment needed um, if, it, if it was necessary. And financially, I mean, I, this doesn't really cost me anything to do other than a little bit of my time. But I love doing this. So why wouldn't I spend a little bit of time talking to you? Yeah, and it's nice you mentioned that because maybe at first... Uh, a listener, you know, you're talking about equipment and you're talking about finances and they might think, oh my gosh, I have to now go to the store and, and spend a lots of money. But depending on what different goals are, every goal is different. You don't necessarily even, quite frankly, need equipment or you need very little equipment and you might mm -hmm. not even have to spend any money or maybe just a little bit of money. So it's easy to, to I think, jump to conclusions when they hear about equipment and finances, but you're an example of that you have this goal and you know it, there's no huge financial burden there's no huge equipment burden so it's different for every goal and doesn't have to be the, uh, a large burden for anyone by any means exactly and i'm really glad you said that because that's led me to consider mentioning as well that this whole chat that we've had here with regards to you know the strategies the abc the goal statement um, being grand canyon tested all of that the, the key factors, everything, if, if you understand this, you can put it toward anything. It doesn't have to just be health. It doesn't have to be weight loss. It doesn't have to be about that marathon that you were hoping to run. It can be about anything. It can be, um, you can use this in business. You can use this in education. You can use this in your relationships. There's so much that you can do with just this little bit of information. If you want, if you truly understand the concept behind what I'm trying to express. Fantastic. Now, Judith, I'll ask you one more question and put you on the spot because, like you oh, said, oh. goal setting, uh, like you said, public speaking and whatnot was your goal. So even to to, to jump outside the box even more. So in your work, you see a number of different clients from, from I'm sure, various different health histories and, and job backgrounds, family backgrounds and whatnot. And, of course, the easiest example when people come to you is they're saying, 
Judith, how do I accomplish this weight loss goal? And I'm sure weight loss is the most common thing. And we've used that as an example in in this podcast, just to, you know, like for ease, just to give an example, yeah, so everyone can relate to that. But, you know, in your humble opinion, is there any kind of goal or habit you think that if everyone kind of developed this habit, it would actually, you know, it could really change the world. So whether it be you think more people should read books or more people should hug their loved ones or something. So if someone were to come to you and say, Judith, if you could help me start any goal in my life, what goal do you think would you recommend that everyone should do this? I think it's the best practice that can really change someone's life. It could be the big domino for them. And if everyone were to kind of take on this goal or take on this habit, you know, you seriously think that this world can be a better place. Um, I can answer that with one word. Breathe. Breathe. I I think, um, and my experience is that most of the people that come to see me with whatever issue, whatever health concern, whatever problem, they are so um, stressed generally that their breathing mechanism is shutting down and there is insufficient oxygen getting around the body. And we all know that oxygen is required for every single cell, which includes brain cells. And so people are not thinking properly. They're not able to set dreams and goals because they can't take that quiet moment just to breathe properly. So one of the things I do straight away with my clients is a breathing assessment and teach them how to breathe. If we can just stop for a moment before we react, before we speak, before we think and just take a breath and look at things from a different perspective, I think that would have such a big impact on the planet. Wow, that's I think that's a, a perfect way to to end on that note, and and you answer that question right away as well. So it just kind of shows how how your goal setting and and how your your public speaking went up. This this goal is clearly progressing for you, and, and the green light is is turned on, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fantastic, Judith. So like I said, with all that being said, I think I speak for everyone listening. We know we we touched on practical strategies for goal setting. Uh, we talked about your personal story and how you walk the talk when it comes to goal setting. So I think I speak for everyone listening. Uh, thank you for being a listener for us and giving us awareness to create behavior change in our lives. Well, thank you for the opportunity. And I really hope that um, everybody found something useful um, within this conversation. And I, I appreciate you um, requesting me to do this podcast. Yes, you're welcome, Judith. All right, thanks again for your time, Judith. Bye for now. Bye. Wow. I don't know about you, but that was a fantastic time spent with Judith and just to listen to her insight in regards to a topic like goal setting. For everyone listening, like as always, this is the Zest Wellness Podcast, where above all, we try to bring you practical strategies to take action on your life so that behavior change goes from a goal to an accomplishment.